0: Welcome everyone to the Joey Harris show. I am your host Joey Harris. You can subscribe or support the show at anchor.fm slash the Joey Harris show. And today I am pleased to bring on the man who supplies the bada being with their shot glasses and their ice big TJ. How are you, sir?
1: Hey man, I'm, I'm looking down at my feet. My ankles look amazing today. All right. So that's how I'm doing you am,
0: having a good ankle day. I I'm know those. Good I know
1: those. <laughs> you know those days, bro. It's like I, I, I'm, I've, I've, I've gotten to the point at some points in my life where I've had cankles, and then I started losing weight, so just, then I just got kanks. But now I've actually got ankles, man. I've got respectable ankles. I can see veins in my feet. I'm getting healthy, man. Like, can nobody tell me nothing. They can tell me stuff, but then I can pick and choose what I want to listen to. I'm an American.
0: You absolutely are, and that is an American thing to do. Let me tell you what what I'm finding. And had fe- noticed it like since I've been losing weight and stuff. I am both like, not like, I, I, I say attracted, like attracted, like a a magnet, and both like not repulsed by, but like I don't know how I feel about it. Collarbones that I see I've noticed on myself and other people. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about the collarbone. See,
1: I like to, I like to call it, you know, the clavicle. That's that we talking fancy on it. Yeah. Uh, But you're right, bro. Like I'm gonna be honest. Like, I mean, I've, I'm used to mine, but only because like, I mean, I've always been a kind of muscular guy. So when it comes to that shoulder region, it's there, but, I can I can get what you're saying on the on the right build. It's dope, but it can look scary on some people.
0: yes, that is it exactly. <laughs> that is it exactly.
1: So it's a horror picture. and I don't mean to be um, you know uh, insensitive. um, you know, I'm not talking about anyone's journey or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know visually for me, it's just like sometimes whenever I see it. You know, there's there there's it's like a gaping section. It's like a a Grand Canyon between the shoulder, and 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 the clavicle, and then the you know the breastplate and all that stuff. It's just like it's just it's sectioned off. It's like you know it's like bad it's bad voter registration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna bust out the sternum region. Bro, I had to
1: look for an opportunity to say breast on the show, man. I had to put breastplate in there.
0: Oh, There's (laughs) nothing wrong with that. But I I I said that the man who uh, supplies the body being with their shot glasses and their ice, um, shout out to the other show that you and I do on YouTube, what we're watching. We are currently going through The Sopranos and we're in season two. But I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there because of the power of this show. David Chase, we need a Sopranos follow-up movie or limited series. We're not talking, I don't want a a whole nother series that goes, I need something short. We did it with the Jordan Peele movie. The Mm -hmm. power of the Joey Harris show. So I'm saying David Chase, I'm sending TJ out there. He says he's going to be your new neighbor. He'll bring you a banana pudding as we discussed before we went started recording. He will bring you a banana pudding, maybe a banana pudding cheesecake.
1: Big time facts, low on the bananas, high on the wafers. Come at me, chase
0: <laughs> and and just you know, and I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna tomorrow I'm gonna be perusing the internet and it's like it's coming they're, they're finished wrapping the I'm like oh okay, see again, just throwing it out there, the power of the Joey Harris show. But I added this because my wife and I, we were discussing what people eat on their hamburgers. And that got me thinking about different food. And so, not hamburgers today, but for you, what constitutes the perfect pizza? Ooh. So, first off, we do need to chop
1: up those burgers, man. Like, don't, don't, don't let this get lost on me. Okay. I want to. Okay. All right. uh, Um, what constitutes the perfect pizza? All right, so it's, and I don't know if you remember, bro, we used to discuss food a lot when you would tell me what presidents used to like, and I used to just make faces at it, like that. when we
0: yeah, when yeah. we would play the presidential food game, here's yeah. the here's yeah. the problem. Food gets lost. The, the further back you go, and they're like, George Washington liked walnuts. Like, okay, what else did he like to eat? He was big on walnuts. I've said walnuts already. See, that's the thing. Now, now you and I both know I've, I've also had um, our good friend Nan Feebig on here, and she and I have played a couple of rounds of the presidential food game, and she has big, big-time things. But, you know, let's say Barack Obama. Let's say you love Barack Obama. There's nothing wrong with that. But it still only talks about like two or three foods that Barack Obama likes. You know, he likes nachos. He he likes his hot dogs a certain way, including that it, ketchup should not go on hot dogs, and I'm with him on that. But you know, that, that that's the problem. I love discussing food. I love discussing food with people. But it, I mean, it get it gets old really quick when you're like, "What's your favorite food?" And you're like. I really like hot dogs. All right, let's go down the hot dog road. <laughs> but there's only so far you can go down that road. Only so far it was
1: like you like beef dogs, you know, <laughs> regular dogs, or or, or or you like sausages. No, that's a completely different thing. Like that's something completely that's not hot dogs, that's sausages. You know, that's what's what it is.
0: Eventually we get to become like trees. There's potato <laughs> salad. <laughs> All oh. I'm saying is salad doesn't necessarily have to have salad in it. <laughs> Bill Fontaine de la
1: Tour Dotri. My guy. Um oh, but a but a question was asked with regards to pizza. So folks, you gotta understand for me for a very long time I was very sheltered. You know, very plain run-of-the-mill Jane, pepperoni or sausage or cheese. Then, whenever I started, you know, my weight loss journey, I ate a modified vegetarian diet. I would only get meat like maybe once a week. You know, so if we ordered pizza, it was always going to be like a cheese. If it was a stuffed crust, again, it was still cheese, maybe mushrooms, nothing crazy. Now that I'm eating pretty much what I want, um, I like a I like a pepperoni and sausage. Um, if I'm feeling froggy, I'm going to go with a uh, um, a uh, pizza base with a white sauce, um, jalapenos, and the chicken. Okay. Um, you know, but that like that's the only time I really necessarily care for jalapenos on the pizzas if I'm eating it with chicken and a white sauce. Um, but if you're going to just ask me, out of the blue, TJ, do you want a slice of pizza? Pepperoni and sausage, that's a pizza. Easy peasy. You can, from there, that's your base. From there, you can add anything that you want to it, but you got to have the pepperoni and the sauce.
0: Okay. Do you have a preference as to crust?
1: Okay. I'm talking about with regards to where I'm getting it from, because you know everybody's crust is different, or are you asking style like deep dish, thin, or hand toss? Which way are you going? Uh,
0: Deep dish, thin, or hand toss, first of all.
1: Alright, so if I'm looking at those and I have to add pan as well, because pizza that has a pan pizza that has enough butter to give you some type of disease. So I'm gonna say stuff crust. If I have if I have to choose a crust from the crust that we've listed, I mean obviously deep dish is delicious, but stuff crust wins most mm-hmm. times. Um for me and then, if I'm looking at those two, who do I want to get it from? Because there's two main places that have it. First, it was just Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut had, had the market corner on stuffed crust pieces, but then Papa John's introduced theirs, and I liked Papa John's crust anyway. Like I liked, I just like their bread. I don't know what they did to it. It, it. I mean, it was just bread, but it was good. They have a stuff for us now that's actually really delicious as well. So between the two, I'll let them have a slap fight to see who wins. Who whoever's got the best deal, you know, honestly for me, whoever whoever has the best deal. But um, my underdog is Marcos. I don't. I didn't know that Marcos was, you know, a thing. Because you got. I mean, obviously we're talking about food now. You're getting me excited. There's you got your hitters. You know, you got your. Pizza Hut's and your your Papa John's and your Domino's and, you know, Domino's is the devil. You know, please don't at me. But I, Marco's doesn't get a lot of love, but I like a
0: Marco's Pizza. Okay, okay. I tell you the only time, like, you know, I, I, I can take a, a Domino's Pizza. I could take it or leave it. Same thing with a, a Pizza Hut or a Papa John's, but I will say this: If there's nothing else available, if it's late at night, and if you get it like 15 minutes from oven to my mouth, a Domino's is good. But I don't go crazy. I want the pepperoni, or I want the sausage. That that that's it. I'm don't throw 800 things on my pizza. If it, but if it's late at night and it is fresh, and I've seen them make it, I go in, and I've seen them physically make my pizza then that's good um i'm with you on the stuffed crust i also i don't go to sleep on a good thin crust as long as it's thin and and crispy
1: see and i didn't even i didn't even go down that road with you and i should have like my my thin crust because i like a thin crust mm-hmm. but i like a thin crust when, when i get a thin crust that's when i want the toppings, because I feel like on on a standard stuffed crust or a standard pan pizza, you're tasting as much of the bread and the crust as you are the stuff that's on top of it. Mm-hmm. But if you get a thin crust, you're really tasting the toppings and the cheese and the sauce. So, like, if I order a thin crust, I'll get extra sauce, extra cheese, and then an extra, uh, you know, to- tossing of toppings on top of it because I want to enjoy what's on top of the pizza if I get a thin crust because you're not getting anything from the crust. There's nothing there. Most thin crusts are almost like cracker. Like, it's, 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 it's like, so yeah. So give me toppings when I got a thin crust,
0: baby. I, I agree with you on that because you are definitely, I was shaking my head. I realized it's an audio podcast. You were right <laughs> when you're talking about most thin crusts. Yeah, Like, if you get, especially like if they do, you know some of them do like the square cuts. So they take the round piece and they do the square cuts. And sometimes you get that piece around the edge of the one of the squares. Straight cracker. And it's just it's just straight cracker with a little sauce. You might have a little sauce on the edge and like a a a piece of a shredded cheese that just fell over and kind of melted there. Hard oh, cheese. <laughs> the crispy cheese. The crispy cheese. Yeah. <laughs> The stuff that fell up on the side of the oven and just stood there, like not not where it's burnt, but it just there a little bit too long and then fell back on your piece of pizza. Yep, (laughs) you all know it. You know it. It is true. It is absolutely true. But let me, because I know you know this next topic that I'm going to discuss. I enjoy what I do for a living for the most part. There are good days and bad days. It has allowed me and my wife to. Hit some financial goals that we've had for ourselves, but I am working and I am looking found that I've looked. Let me start that again. I have found that I'm looking forward to the day when I'm in not this business or that business. I'm in the Joey Harris business. I wake up and I'm doing the things that I want to do instead of the things that you have to do to make a living. And and I know that you can feel that like, you you know, that feeling. When you're you're in the TJ business and not in, you know, there's nothing wrong with going. And if you have to and delivering pizzas, there's nothing wrong with that. We had a episode that we did one time and I believe it is back on the on the archive. So if you want to dig in and find that where we talked about Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby show and from It's Always Sunny (laughs) having to work at. It would either either Trader Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, and people like dogging him for that. And I'm like, the man is earning a living for his family, yeah. But it hits you differently when you are in your own, when you're in the TJ business, or I'm in the Joey Harris business. It just hits differently.
1: It it does, man. I mean, I can say the closest that I've gotten. Uh, to being in the TJ business when I started the Tokyo Smoke Show and really started to see it take off. You know, because that, I was more known doing that than I was the time that I was doing BTW and the Go Radio Network. It's just like I had more notoriety and um, I'm not going to call myself an influencer, but I felt like, you know, what what I said meant something. I mean, hell... People would tune in to watch me brush my teeth every morning, you know, and there's nothing like it. You know, the time that you invest is still work, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not the same as putting in term on somebody else's clock. You know, there's a passion that, that you, I feel like when you're doing what you love and you're doing, you're in the business. I'm in, I'm in the TJ business. You're in the Joey business. It's not work. You know, it's, it's, it's you. Mm-hmm reaping honestly you know reaping the rewards for the for for the time that you're putting into it so yeah I'm 100% with you I'm ready to be 100% in the TJ business man and I know that the TJ business is directly connected to
0: the Joey business you know it it is we are getting there we're we're closer than we were um and, and finding out I just I've got to Also, just a little peek behind the curtain, I was going to make a YouTube video about this, and I still will. Um, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of this last week were really, really hard days for me, and I wasn't getting it. I'm like, why am I just like, I just felt like the weight of the world was on me and I was just exhausted. And so Tuesday, I... Got out of a meeting and I told my boss, I'm like, I'm going to work from my apartment this afternoon, still available and all of that. And then I did a recording of what we're watching with you and then did another podcast recording. And. I told my wife, I'm like, I'm I'm just going to bed and, and slept eight or nine hours, which is unusual for me, and then woke up and I was just still struggling. And I went and got her, her car for her and got her off. And then I'm like, oh. So I text my boss. I'm like, I'm still recovering here. And it, I just felt like I wasn't getting any better. Went back to bed and I ended up sleeping 12 hours altogether. From from the night before up until till that. And still wasn't feeling any better. And I'm like, I think I'm just, I'm sick. And I had a thought I had a sinus infection and went to walk-in care. And so, you know, all the craziness now with COVID and even though numbers are going down and people are going without masks, you still have to wear a mask when you're at the doctor's office. And I think that's the way it's going to be from now on, forever. which it probably should have been before this, but, you right. know, they, <laughs> There are just some people who are just hard headed, but now they're like, look, we're not going back here. And that that makes sense to me. Let's go to the Japan model into the Asia model where people, if they are sick, they travel with those masks on. And I'm like, that's a good thing. So. You had to wait in your car for two hours until they called you, and then you had to put the mask on and go in and turned out. I just had inflamed like sinus areas and, and got that. But I think a lot of it was just pushing myself hard to not only do my regular job but all of the extra stuff that i want to do so part of being in the joey harris business for me is going to be that balance of doing all of the stuff that i like to do and need to do but don't let it drive me (laughs) to the point of exhaustion again like i was just i felt like i was burning the candle at both ends and then somebody was like taking another smaller candle and like burning it in the middle
1: That's the, uh, that's the jerk. Put that wick in the middle of the bird there as well. Um, I I know that feeling, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can share in that because anytime you have a passion or something that you termed the a, a side hustle, um, that side hustle is usually something along the lines of what you want to be doing because we recognize that, you know, even if you do go to school and follow the career track that has been deemed for an American, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to do what you want to do right away. So uh, a lot of times we start off doing you know, what we have to do. Um, so we set up that side hustle or that hobby, whatever you want to call it. Um, and And you want to have that work-life balance where you can Give your all to your job, but then when you're not at work, be able to give your all to whatever it is that gives you interest, be it family, be it hobbies, be it whatever. Um, and and finding that balance is a big deal with you, Joey, because I know, you know, how truly talented you are and you get you got a mind that's meant to entertain people, you know, you want it. And I see it. And mm-hmm. and that's 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 the rub. You know, because you, you run yourself and you don't wanna run yourself into the ground because then it starts to affect other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. You know? But you also don't wanna give up because you know uh, a dream deferred, you know, it's gonna die. Right. You, know? you gotta you gotta, you know, you'll live in it. And and we talked about it earlier in the pregame. We're not wasting time. Right. You And know, we're not wasting time uh, because we don't we don't get that time back. And if you, if you can ever be a superhero, I'm saying this to anybody who's ever going to be interviewing for any position in higher education. Or if you're a young person and you want to be an RA at some point in time, they're going to ask you, what superhero do you want to be? I'm going to go ahead and give you the cheat code. It's Dr. Strange. You won't, You, you want to be able to control time, baby, because that's something that nobody can do uh you know time time is elusive to all of us man so make the most of it
0: so. or hermione granger in harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban with her time turner Yep. that's what you do yep but yep. we're going to we're going to switch gears here we're just going to pivot we're just pivot, pivot. we're going to pivot pivot <laughs> Shout out to Friends, if you don't know that, folks. How can you not? Even if you haven't seen Friends, never seen the show, but but I know everybody about, knows Pivot. I Know about the Pivot. There was. I thought this was a brand new show. I see this controversy on the internet and social media, where controversies live. That's all that lives on the internet is controversy. A lot of things hang out there, but controversy lives on the internet.
1: Controversy and porn.
0: There was a. Show. I thought it was a new show. I'm like, oh, this is brand new. People are just discovering and Everybody's outraged by this. No, this show debuted it's on Netflix in August of 2021. So Mm -hmm. nine months ago, almost, you know, six months ago, however long it's been. This is not a new show. We're closer to it being a year old than just debuting. It's called Brand New Cherry Flavor. Have you seen this or are you aware of this? I'm not aware of
1: that nor have I seen it. No, not at all.
0: Alright, so, brand new Cherry Flavor debuted on Netflix in August 2021. However, a particularly graphic scene from episode 4 of the series has recently gone viral. TikTok users drew attention to the sex scene and sparked a trend in which people filmed their horrified blonde reaction to the footage. The horror drama series details the story of of Brazilian director Lisa N. Nova, who moves to L.A. and is betrayed by a movie producer whose advances she rejected. Keen to seek revenge, she asks a witch to curse him. However, Lisa has to pay a price for the curse, which sees her begin to vomit up newborn kittens. In the fourth episode of the series, Lisa finds a wound on her stomach from which a newborn kitten is born, much to the shock of her new boyfriend, Roy. However, he quickly overcomes his horror and the pair begin to kiss, with Roy at one point putting his entire hand inside of Lisa's stomach wound. The clip has left viewers horrified, with many taking to TikTok and Twitter to voice their upset and outrage over the incredibly gory sex scene. My question to you is, should there be a limit on when you can be outraged by something?
1: I, I, so, first off, I really think that people would have been entertained to the face that I make just to listen to you describe it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that's, that's a meme for that ass. Um, but the, the Internet, as we said, controversy and porn lives there. It's it's a it's a collection of people picking and choosing when they want to be righteous. I mean, honestly, bro, I, it. No one watches A Clockwork Orange anymore, so you know they're not talking about the rape scene that was in that movie. You know, I mean, it's like, no one watches Deliverance anymore, so they're not talking about the scene in Deliverance. You know what I'm saying? It's like people are picking and choosing hell of Netflix. Release Deliverance and have the algorithm set up to where it pushes in front of everybody, so everybody watches it, and it's in the top ten for for Netflix. Now all of a sudden people are going to be hip to Deliverance again, and then they're going to be outraged at the sex scene and, and Deliverance. So I mean it's just like it, it's people picking you, you know, when they want to be outraged because I mean it's like look, um, I don't, I mean it, it wasn't as gory as what you described, but I mean we had some pretty, you know. Uh aggressive sex scenes that happened in Game of Thrones, but you dare not say anything bad about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is its perfection. you know, people pick and choose when they want to be outraged. you know, so i I, I, I take it with a grain of salt whenever someone says, oh can you can you believe what they did on on such and such? let me, let me watch it for myself because y'all, y'all, y'all are not consistent. Mm-hmm. Y'all are not consistent, you know, like I, I can't, I can't follow the beat of cancel culture's drum. I can't do that because it honestly, sometimes it's on one time, sixteenth time, sometimes it's on one eighth time, man. It just, it, it, it switches so much, bro. And you don't know what is going to be acceptable and what's not going to be acceptable. And it, it, it's, it, it spans so much of entertainment, you know, it's just ridiculous.
0: That's when somebody asked me, because they're like, Joey, you do comedy. It's been a few months ago. I was like, yeah. What do you think of the whole Dave Chappelle Netflix, the final special, and all that? You know, I said, yeah, that fulfills his his contract. Well, what do you think about it? I think it should be pulled. I'm, they're not pulling that special. Why do you say that? Because they didn't already paid the man his money. He's not going to give the money back. I wouldn't give the money back. You wouldn't give the money back. And people are watching it. And they're watching it. Well, th- this is wrong to their in, They're not he's they're not pulling the special. Well, I think if they were responsible, responsibility has nothing to do with it. They didn't pay the man his money. He in turn gave them what they asked for. It was goods in exchange for money. He's fulfilled his part. They fulfilled their part. He's not giving the money back, nor should he.
1: Well, but the thing about it is, what did, and I still haven't watched it yet. I need to. I still need to watch it. But with me not watching it and purposely staying away from any spoilers, because when I watch it, I want to watch it genuinely. Mm-hmm. What could Dave Chappelle have said in this thing so bad to where he didn't give you exactly what you expected coming into it? We knew who Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle was. His comedy is it while while his commentary and the way he looks at things has changed since his sabbatical, you know. His humor, his sense of humor, is the same. Mm-hmm. If, if if it's and and I'm assuming because again I'm I wasn't under a rock so I, I had to pay attention to the trans community being extremely upset with Dave Chappelle and this, so I'm like okay if it's if it's something transphobic. Is this the first time we've heard transphobia from Dave Chappelle? Absolutely not. It's been a big part of his comedy for a long time. So why are people surprised? You know, it's, 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 it's not I mean, you're, you're outraged now. Why? You know, this, is, this, is, this has been his comedy and he has been deemed as one of the top five comics ever by a whole lot of people mm-hmm. before this happened. So I'm like what's new? And this is what I'm talking about: people picking and choosing when they want to be righteous. It was, it was, it had just been released, so it was top of mind. Let's talk about it.
0: Right. Well, I'll I'll say this: I heard someone. Actually, I saw somebody. They put it on Facebook. They're like, I I went in with an open mind, and I was with him up until the point before the trans stuff that he said this, and then I'm like, then you didn't you were not there with an open mind and you were not with him because that was what he, that's how he started his special. With that joke. So you, you're you saying you watched about 90 seconds to two minutes of it and turned it off. You watched the opening credits. Yeah, that's really what it was. The opening credits where it shows people like filing in and him going up on stage, welcome Dave Chappelle. And then he launches into it and you turn it off. Okay, then be honest. Say. Hey, let
1: me tell you something. I was with Dave Chappelle all the way until that first joke, man. They, they open <laughs> the credits. I saw Netflix. It said, "Ba bom, bomb Netflix." I was with Dave, baby. I saw the crowd walking <laughs> yeah, in. I, yeah. like I was to The crowd, and then he opened his mouth. <laughs> and
0: then, the, and then somebody else says, "Well, then I, was, I I watched it until he did this, and it was the train stuff." And I'm like, "All right." So then, how do you answer it? Because he asked a question. I said, "How do you answer the question?" They had no idea what I was talking about. Okay, then you didn't watch it. You saw the clips. Right. Because he does ask a question. I'm like, and that's a, I said, that's a valid question. I may not like the question, but it's a definite valid question. And I said, if I'm going to be honest with myself, I get what he's saying.
1: I have to watch it. I have to watch, if I don't.
0: That's why I'm trying. I'm trying to avoid like, like saying stuff.
1: And thank you for that. If I if I don't watch it today, I will watch it tomorrow. Big time facts, and you and I will discuss it. I got to. I got to because, because you're 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 a comedian, and I consider myself to be a humorous person. So yeah, I think I think we can chop it up, man. I'm looking forward to that one. Fans, get ready for it. It's coming.
0: All right, so we're going to pivot just ever so slightly. This is not a big pivot. pivot. It's a little, little pivot. Little pivot. Pivot. Into the entertainment realm. I'm working on all of these shows and stuff. I want to get your your thoughts on some of them. Um, almost done with Peacemaker. And I'm saying this is what DC should be doing with the DC Universe. And going the Disney Plus route release more of these shows that flesh out your movie universe that can only help it because this has fleshed out. um, The suicide squad films and also how other people view Batman and other, other characters. This is what DC needs to be doing. Warner brothers, HBO, you need to do this, stay on this thing, have more, Shows dedicated to go the Disney Plus route with their Marvel shows. That's what they need to be doing. What are your thoughts? I absolutely
1: agree with you. Um, DC has had a continuity problem. That's something that I've said, um, and if and that's only because that's only if they want to do what Marvel is doing. They don't have to. They can do individual films, but going the continuity route makes a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential for more money so since it's a show business you know you definitely should go on the disney plus route because let's look <coughs> excuse me let's look at what marvel has done um with the Slater shows that they had come out last year WandaVision has won a lot of awards and it was very well done and is now brought in so very much more with regards to the next movie coming out in dr strange um Falcon and the Winter Soldier has yet to be seen, you know, but we're, we're it's coming. Or excuse me, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. But, yeah, that's a big deal anyway, you know. Then, you know, Loki, huge with regards to what we saw in No Way Home, with what we're going to see in uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, it's like it's all, you know, um, brought together. And they even included the Netflix people, man. I mean, it's like they have opened that up as well, you know. And now, so, I mean, yeah, you... You gotta love what Marvel is doing in DC. I'm like, oh, I haven't watched Peacemaker yet. And it's a me thing. It's a me and John Cena thing. It's like, I have to get my John Cena in small doses. And because there's so much John Cena in Peacemaker, <laughs> I don't know how I got it. I don't know how I got to do it yet, but I gotta, I'm gonna figure something out.
0: Well, to be honest, you really can't see. It. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, folks. I had to make that. If you're not a wrestling fan, it's a John Cena. You can't see me.
1: <laughs> but no, you're right. If 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 what you're saying they've done with Peacemaker, and I'm I am going to give it a go because I want to I want to watch it. I want to give DC a chance. I want to get into it before Flashpoint happens. I did see the Batman um, opening day. Um, so it's not like I'm totally anti-DC. It really is just a John Cena problem for me. Like, it really is. Um, I like the Suicide Squad, and I like John Cena in it because he wasn't the focal point for me. Like, he, they definitely weren't focused on him. They were trying to run Harley Quinn's story along with, you know, the new Will Smith in the movie Idris Elba. So, I mean, it's like, yeah
0: um i'm gonna i I had something else but i was gonna skip it to talk about the batman and i want to know i have not seen it my wife is like i don't want to it's too long i don't i'm like you don't understand i have gone to see every batman film except for batman versus superman i was just not all about that but this is a solo batman film i said i've seen every one of them in the theater every single one and i want to i want to just keep doing it because i know in like Was it three weeks? It's going to be on HBO Max. I saw that they gave it. It's like mid-April that's going to be on HBO Max. I want to go see it before that. But having not seen it, I don't think it can be this divisive. I want to know your honest reaction without spoilers, because I've seen that it's like back to back it's the best Batman film ever, and then the next thing, it's the worst Batman film ever. In fact, it's the worst DC film ever. And I'm like, how how can both things, like, you know, I know people have different, you know, what one person likes, another person doesn't like, but I'm like, how can they be so far apart? Like, personally, having not seen it again, I I wouldn't, I'm thinking it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle, not the best and not the worst.
1: To me... It's not the best, but it's definitely not the worst, Um, just with regards to Batman movies or DC movies in general. Um, I mean, Green Lantern, but (laughs) it right. Um, But no, if I'm if I'm thinking about the film and, you know, I, I, I have a pretty good way of trying to tell you how I feel about the movie without giving you spoilers. I did it with No Way Home. Okay, it's two hours and 55 minutes. I won't say that it doesn't feel like it because I had to pee, but I didn't get yeah. up until the end. I will say the the end credit it pissed me off. That that did piss me off. I, I'll say that. Um, they're they're going about it different, and if this is what the DCU is going to be, great. I do not mind where they're taking the story at and where they're like, they They have something there because they went deeper into the origin of the parents than we've ever gotten from any Batman film. If you're a comic book fan, you know these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're just watching the films and letting that be your canon, you don't know much um, about Thomas and Martha Wayne. You don't. And that we get in this film. I give it credit for that one. um i have no I have no issue with the movie. i don't I, it was it was two hours and fifty five minutes You know, is there some scenes that they kind of probably could have taken out? No, could they have shortened some scenes? maybe maybe i don't I don't know where where, where people can't really complain about the time because they filled it you know, um, and I'm going to be curious to see see what you think about it, because have, you having seen all of them in theaters, like, I didn't see all of them in theaters, I, I saw a lot of them in mm-hmm. theaters, not all of them, but I did see all of them nonetheless, you know, Batman, you know, was a fan, and it wasn't until the influx in Marvel movies that I started to realize, Batman doesn't have any superpowers, but he, <laughs> you know, but and neither did Tony Stark, but Tony Stark is wearing an iron suit, you know, and, and Batman has just got on Teflon. I don't, I don't know. Kevlar, you know, but, but, but he survives. Um, but no, uh, what's the kid's name? Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. a little twilight, we to call him little twilight, little twilight stepped up and is now twilight man. <laughs> All right. <he's... laughs> You know, I, he, clearly he has a thing for vampires because now he's, he's he's Batman. And if they all of a sudden make Batman a vampire, I'm just going to lose my shit and just be like, down with you guys. You ruined it. Um, but the relationships of the characters, um, they're doing something. They're doing something. I, and it has nothing to do with, Justice League and nothing to do with Kevin Snyder's Justice League. Um, is it Kevin Snyder? Is it Kevin Snyder? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. I'm thinking of some some other Kevin's. But Zack Snyder's Cut. I loved Zack Snyder's Cut of the movie. If they had released that instead of the original cut, I would have been totally into what DC had coming next. You know, but Zack Snyder's cut got released on HBO you know, I watched it I watched all four hours of it. You know? Why mm-hmm. can somebody watch four hours of Zack Snyder's Cut? And then have a problem with Batman. It's like it's an hour and some change less, you know. <laughs> but it's still, yeah. It it it. I'll I'll say it's I'll say it's in my top three.
0: Okay, all right. That but, has been the most consensus of what I have seen is that it's in the upper third of all of the. Okay, I'm gonna guess. Uh, if it's your number three, the other two I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. Name I'm not gonna put them in order. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess uh Batman from 89 and I'm gonna guess the Dark Knight. Ooh, close. Okay. Close.
1: Cause I got mad respect for Jack, baby. Yeah. Jack, Jack was was a beast. But um Dark Knight and um Penguin and Catwoman. Uh forever oh
0: batman returns
1: batman returns okay um i thought that that was because you know for a long time they always say you can't have a great sequel you know the the original is always going to be the best one i thought that that was the great sequel to batman 89 because uh, michelle pfeiffer did a phenomenal job and danny devito did a really great job as Penguin. man like i I liked that I was into the villains. Mm-hmm. Now, Bat—I mean, Michael Keaton already knew he could—he could kick ass as Batman. I knew what that was. But the Vito, those two villains—they again. Now I'm getting two as opposed to one because Jack—Jack Jack could hold it down. Jack didn't need anybody else on screen with him. He was the only bad guy that needed to be in that movie, right? Catwoman—they by splitting it up and merging it together the way that they did, you were invested in both storylines. And both storylines intertwined You know, with, man, it worked. I'll, yeah, so Batman Returns, Dark Knight, and The Batman, those are my top three. With Batman 89, um, and then Christian Bale's
0: Batman falling out of the top five. I'm going to send you an article this week talking about Batman Returns and how like Alfred Hitchcock with Vertigo that nobody wanted him to make it, he made his own type of movie to do that. Tim Burton did that with Batman Returns and it it goes all into that and then why he then didn't make Batman Forever. But I'm going to send that to you. You'll be interested in in seeing that. I'm going to go back now and fill in the thing. Um, I don't think that you have seen this, but I know you have some thoughts about the overall theme of this. I'm also catching up on the book of Boba Fett, and I can see now that this is the danger of stretching something out. I think they had an idea for Boba Fett, and they're like, listen, we want to make a movie. About Boba Fett. We've got this Disney plus thing coming out. We want to make a movie about how he survived the Sarlacc pit and his life after that. And, and all of that. And they're like, wonderful. We're making this show called the Mandalorian and we can kind of tie it into that. And they're like, okay, yeah, we can do that. If you want to do like a coda or an epilogue where it ties into all that. And they're like, no, we're going to make a series and we're going to stretch it from a TV movie into a uh, six episodes series and they're like oh we weren't thinking about that much and they're like when can you have it made <laughs> and that's exactly what i don't know it's like six or seven episodes long and i think i'm in episode four and it probably needed to be at maximum three episodes because they're like oh this then happens and then we flash back to this and then this there's like eight stories happening because you can tell like they said oh we need six or seven episodes worth of stuff. So this is the dangers again of stretching something out. I get it.
1: I get it. It's it's, it's weird because start when you're talking about fanboys, you're talking about Star Wars people. You know, because the world was created, I say world, the universe was created like it was There's so much that you can do. And you've got a fan base that is hungry for it. Opinionated on it. They'll tell you how they feel about it. But they're still going to come out in droves in support of it. um, Because you've created a universe from which you can do so much with. Um, Having not gotten into much of that world at all. Me outside looking in, I'm like, I feel I'm like, I'm jealous of y'all. Like, right, y'all got a lot of you know material, but I'm just like, it is possible. And, um, I hope that Marvel never gets to that point. But at some point in time, I mean, because of streaming being what it is and everybody wanting to command as much attention, you know, as possible, it's gonna come a point of saturation. Um, I think ultimately that's what we're talking about, you know, oversaturation, because it it sucks when you have a series where you want 13 and they give you eight Mm -hmm. drones. But, you know, then, you know, in this situation, you're talking about a series that has seven or eight and should have only given you, you know, three or four, you know, so it's it's it's
0: crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely. And my final one, I told you last time I was trying to get caught up on them, and I'm like two thirds of the way through. Like, but the, the thing is is that they're they're long movies. So, sure. Like I got a bunch of stuff done yesterday, and I'm like, sit down, I'm gonna watch this movie, and I'm like, no distractions. And so I did no distraction. I like put the phone to the side and I'm I'm digging right. it, but I'm still not done. Uh Shang Chi and the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. I always thought it was Shang-Chi, but he's pronouncing it Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah. they're like, they're, Shang-Chi? His friend, his friend Katie like, Wait, what? Shang-Chi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, she's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> <Shang-Chi>. <laughs> I But so far, like I said, I'm two-thirds of the way through. So far, I am really enjoying this movie, but I recognize that it got as far as it did because it is an MCU f- film. Take the MCU elements and publicity out of this, and it would have, like, I would have, if I had come across, I'm like, ooh, what is this? And I would have still enjoyed it, but, like, it would have not have made any of the money and gotten any of the love that it it did because I feel like, you know, you get Trevor in there from Iron Man 3 and he's really because this is really what the legend of the Mandarin is, and so they did the little part where like they, he took my legend. This uh, businessman took my legend and then named it after an orange or a a, ch- a food dish. Chicken dish. <laughs> yes, yeah, a chicken dish. And then you see Trevor, and then you got his friend. Uh, what was it Morse? Morse. Yeah. <laughs> and all I like I said I'm really enjoying it, but I realize I'm like. If this was not an MCU film, like I think it would have just gone by the wayside. But it's an MCU film. that They dropped at the right time. This could not have gone in the first two phases.
1: So you just said a lot right there. First, I want to give you credit as to being, being able to watch a movie and then pause it. I can't do
0: it. Can't. I wish watching... I didn't have to do it. I <laughs> keep getting interrupted. <laughs> I told you that was the that was the thing with Hawkeye and with Loki. Yeah, like like I'm in the middle of the desert and I got my setup there. somehow has all solar powered. And I'm like, all right, I'm protected from everything. Let's sit down and watch it. A guy would parachute out of nowhere. <laughs> I need your help with something. I'm I'm in the middle of the desert. That's what's been happening.
1: I, and I totally get it, bro. Like I I just I'm 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 imagining having to pause. I'm just like I can't can't but um man um shung shi there you go i lost my train of thought for a second i get what you're saying with regards to the marvel of it all um but that's also to the point that kung fu movies aren't hitting like they were back in the day had this movie released in the 80s People would have liked it and asked for more Shun-Chi because he's he's entertaining, he's comedic, he reminds you a lot of Jackie Chan, he's a good looking guy. Like all of that works. And Aquafina, funny sidekick, you know, you got a, a a bad guy who's the father, like, oh my gosh, like you know, it has all the elements of a traditional kung fu movie that you would like, but Kung Fu movies, westerns, aren't the thing, you know, right now. So it has to have something else to support it. So you're 100% right the Marvel of it all, definitely um, made it pop. I'm 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 listening to you say where it was released. I'm like, okay, it, I think it did get released at the perfect time because it got released in the post-COVID world. We were hungry for Marvel. We went two years without Marvel almost, right? So right. yeah, totally get that as well. Had it been released in uh, phase one or phase two, Phase two, maybe, maybe. Phase one, Marvel was still trying to figure out what what it was. What you know, with the MCU, which is why if you watch a lot of Phase one, there's a lot of elements of Phase one that don't get talked about anymore, uh, because we didn't know what the MCU was going to be yet. You know, we didn't know that the Infinity Saga was what it was. You know, which is why the Ether or the Reality Stone started out as a sludge and not a stone at all. Right. So you know, uh, that's just to show y'all my nerd. It's in there, um, but with regards to me, look, I, I love Shang Chi, bro. Like I thought it was, uh, I thought it was released at the right time. I thought it was entertaining, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they got coming out. I'm looking forward to seeing how they incorporate him um, into the MCU going forward, because obviously we know that the Ten Rings have a. I'm not gonna say anything else. I'm not gonna say anything else because you haven't finished the movie yet. I'm about I've to shut. Not... So <laughs> I just I, I caught myself. I
0: caught myself. There you go, fans. I'm a friend. But I think that they, and even though I haven't seen it, the Eternals do have a future in the MCU. Like I have heard heard a couple of things, but again, trying to avoid spoilers. But let me ask you this and then we'll give our recommendations and, and I'll get you out of here heard on another podcast and they were talking about the MCU and then the DC universe and different things. Could you get like, um, talking about like Westerns aren't as popular as there is like a universe that was Westerns. Like you think you could get into that?
1: Yeah. I mean, Westworld tried it and Westworld was popular. Um, so it's possible there is an audience for it. I know I would get into it. It's just, the writing has to be done the right way you know um and i'm 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 i like horror i like sci-fi i like comedy i like suspense and thrillers you know if if the writing is there you give me some controversy you give me some you know some intrigue and mm-hmm. i'm in, you know the fact that it's you know and it doesn't have to be the traditional western you know that uh, that we've seen where you know, everybody who's white is good, and everybody who's of color is the bad guy. Talking, I mean, essentially, that's the way it was. Um, it doesn't have to be that way. You yeah. know, we and we can rewrite the culture to where everybody is existing comfortably, and then there is other chaos and stuff like that. So it doesn't have to follow the suits um, of America. So yeah, give me that. You know, give me that. You know, give me. I mean, hell if, 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 no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to pitch. I don't want to pitch, man. I was about to pitch something. I don't want to pitch right now, but yeah, it's, it it can be possible. And I, I could get into it.
0: I I say that, but I think that the thing that they're going for is you kind of brought it up with Westworld, but instead of that, the modern day Westerns, uh, you've got Yellowstone that's become incredibly popular. Um. And a few well, I say a few years ago. Now it's been a, a decade since it started, and it's since gone off. Seeing a different type of Western with both people of color and and white people, like both good, bad, and shades of gray, was the show on AMC, Hell on Wheels. Know, uh, when no. they're they're building the the um, railroad to the west, and you've right. got the the, the Asians and the people of color and and white people all building this railroad track and all of the things, but there were good people on on both sides and there were bad people on both sides and and shifting, shifting loyalties back and forth. <laughs>
1: They're
0: good people on both sides. i'm not i was not trying to charlottesville myself there i was not you know i know that's where you were going with it you gotta laugh at it you gotta laugh (laughs) oh Oh, i want to get political but i promise myself that this is not the the place for it but one day well, oh yeah, day. yeah. Maybe I, maybe I'll do it one day. But you're talking about it person. us for those opinions. Let Let me just say this. Uh, I usually don't have any opinion about people and what they eat because it's going in their body. But with that, you were talking about someone who likes their steak well done with ketchup. It's a cheeseburger. <laughs> So, But no, no, just saying, like, getting back to hell on wheels, it was just not like, oh, these are the good guys and these are the bad guys. That, that was not what it was, and it made it more intriguing. I think that you can definitely do that, and maybe it's more of a series-type thing than it would have to be a, a series of movies, but... With all of that said, an awkward transition, but we're still going to pivot into... Give me some some recommendations. All
1: right. So, uh, Big T.J.'s recommendation for today. Um, Brand new show to HBO. uh, Today being the day that it is. I think they'll release their third episode today. Winning Time Uh, as the rise of the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm a big uh, sports nut when it comes to the old stuff. Um, I haven't watched the game in a very long time, um, up until recently, but that was for the commercials. Um, But uh, I I, I like Adam, is it Mackey or McKay? Um, As a director, he created uh, The Other Guys and The Big Short. Um, very uh very good director, funny guy. Um, so you know, he's got John C. Riley playing Dr. Jerry Bus. Um, it's starts off the very first episode, and I can say this without spoilers, very first scene is we see we're at um the hospital where Magic Johnson is finding out um that he has HIV. And he gets into the car with who I'm assuming is his uh, business manager. And the guy just breaks down crying. And then it just, you know, flashes back to Jerry Buss talking about why he wants to buy the Lakers. And it's just, it's a interesting look, an interesting take on what could have been a very interesting or boring uh, transaction for um, for Jerry Buss to get the the Lakers. But then, you know, showing how he and Magic Johnson's destinies were intertwined. Um, big fan, big fan of the, the I've only seen the first episode. Um, there are two episodes up now. The third one should drop tonight, so I'll have some binging to do uh, this week. but I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I, and I always when I'm when I'm watching a show like this, I always re-watch the first episode before I watch um, that next one just so that I can be fresh. And feel like I'm watching, you know, two episodes back to back because I know that's all I'm getting. But yeah, winning
0: time. And then uh, it also has. Um, I saw just a, a thing uh, online. They got Michael Chiklis to play Red Auerbach from the Boston Celtics, and I mean, like, man, they say he really he he hits it um, out of the park with that one. Um, for mine, I'm gonna give you some love, folks. Go out and wherever you get your fine podcast, go and look at um, the Tokyo Smoke Show. They got some interesting um, ideas there. You got some interesting guests. You've got some um, uh, a different side of Big TJ than you would get here, and it's it's also a good side. You know, there there are no bad sides. To, to <laughs> TJ from me. Um, so that's what I'd say. So that's my recommendation, but go ahead before you go, man, go ahead and plug away anything you got.
1: Um, once I leave here, I'm going to be putting the final episode, final edits on a new episode of the Amhibo podcast. It's going to release this afternoon. Um, Tokyo smoke show. I'll be filming, uh, not filming, but recording the second of the six part, uh, season that I'm doing for that um and what we're watching you know every other week you know we're watching sopranos right now man if you're not watching it if you've never seen it definitely check it out watch it along with us we're doing four episodes at a time that way you're not burning through it and then asking questions like what do i watch next well i'll answer that question for you you're going to watch whatever the hell we're watching (laughs) click (laughs) subscribe (laughs) (laughs) thanks brother i appreciate you for having
0: me on it's always a pleasure Always a pleasure to have you on, man. Uh, New episodes of The Joey Harris Show go up every Sunday. It's either a brand new episode or a Joey Harris classic episode. And if you haven't heard it, it's new to you. That's what I always say. Um, And then also new episodes of The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, the other podcast I do, drop every Thursday wherever you get your Find podcasts. You can find what we're watching as well as the other videos I do on my YouTube channel. Just type in Joey Harris on YouTube. We're still going and marching towards 100 subscribers. And as soon as I get that, I can get that custom URL, which has eluded me thus far. Um, okay. It's coming. Joey Harris comedy at gmail.com. If you want to email me and find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Joey Harris. And folks, again, TJ, thank you so much for joining me this time. And again, folks, thank you all for joining us. And in the meantime and in the, in the between time, be good to yourselves. We will see you next time. Peace.